Hey folks, welcome back to A Life Extraordinary. I'm your show host, Roberto, coming to you today from, yes, you guessed it, my silver bullet Airstream in the middle of a forest in Whistler, British Columbia. And I've, I'm doing a quick uh, series of, of 10-minute podcasts of some of my favorite spots in the world uh, and telling you how to explore them the right way. And therefore, today I'm jumping into when in Turks and Caicos, because this little archipelago of islands in the middle of nowhere is, in, is not a place that many tend to put on their list to travel to. And yet, the beaches are some of the most incredible you have ever seen in your life. So I, I invite you to come along on this quick trip to Turks and Caicos with me. Now, the main island is Providenciales, and this island is quite tiny, about 20 kilometers end-to-end. And if you want to really head into the Turks and Caicos and explore it a bit, it is the spot where your international flight will land. Um, There's lots to do there. You know, a lot of people travel to the Turks and Caicos via ferries, uh, sorry, ferries, cruise ships. And and they tend to stop in Grand Turk, which is the capital and which is another island. But it's not the main island to go to if you're really looking for pristine beaches. You see, Providenciales and the other islands like South Caicos and Middle Caicos are surrounded by a barrier reef that makes the water just so calm and so sublime and inviting, whereas Grand Turk is in the deep sea part of the ocean, and that's why the cruise ships can stop there. Now, TCI, as people affectionately know it, is um, was originally a British outpost, and um, and a lot of the people living there are a mishmash of uh, Dominican, of Puerto Rican, of uh, Haitian, um, and of course of British as well. And it's an island where the amount of activities that you can find for something that's so small and so out of the way is quite impressive, if I dare say. Um, there's a company in particular that if you head out to the Turks and Caicos that you must, must get in touch with. And they're called Big Blue Unlimited. And they've got yachts and boats. They've got instructors for kite surfing. They've got scuba diving. They've got paddle roving in the mangroves. And for those kiters extraordinaire, then they even have downwinders. And that's one of my favorite activities to do is to do a kite surfing downwinder, which is one where you boat out to an island in the middle of nowhere. And then you pump up your kite and you do 10 or 15 or 20 kilometers of kiting down to the destination from which you left. And of course, it's called a downwinder because you're going with the wind to get back from where you started. Um, Scuba diving is one of the principal underwater, well, (laughs) underwater, in-water activities that I'd highly recommend there. Indeed, from my early days of going there, the myriad of colors of the coral reef was absolutely delightful to see. It's unfortunate that over the years we have noticed a bleaching of the coral, um, but that being said, this is something that's been happening worldwide, and so you can't really blame them for that. Um, There's a dolphin, even, that tends to live in Grace Bay, and this is a bay um, where they, the dolphin frolics and and uh, and swims, and I've even uh, been in a tiny Hobie cat sailing out to sea and having the dolphin jump by each side of my cat, and it was absolutely really cool. <laughs> um, and the dolphin is friendly, and it's known as Jojo the dolphin. So if you 
do head out to Turks and Caicos, make sure you head out onto the water um, because you will undoubtedly encounter this happy and joyous and frolicking dolphin known as Jojo. Now, I've done a few other adventures on this island that are a bit um, beyond or off the beaten path. For example, sea kayaking from uh, the Big Blue Shop on Providencialis, past Middle Caicos, and all the way to South Caicos. Um, and it is a spectacular journey. And one of the things that made it so unique for us and so special was that we were actually kayaking and stopping along the way in order to... Oh, excuse me. We were stopping along the way in order to pump up uh, our kites and kite surf on these magical beaches in the middle of nowhere. And it was one of the most, um, I use this word a lot, sublime and delightful feelings that I have ever had. Now, one of the places that not too many people go to in Turks and Caicos is the island of South Caicos. And there's a resort there called East Bay Resort. And for those that are really looking for something that's far away from the world or far removed from civilization and chaos and all of that, I highly recommend heading out to East Bay Resort. You know, one of the really neat activities that you could do there is you rent one of their Jeeps and head out to the north point of the island. And from there, you grab a kayak, which they've already got set up there for you. And you jump into this kayak and you go out across a channel from where the sea comes in. Um, and through that channel, when you turn to your left, there's a sandspit island. And on this sandspit island, it's where we love to set up our gear and kite surf our days away. Yes, there is a trend in uh, our desires of kite surfing in Turks and Caicos because, truth be told, it is one of the best places in the world to learn. When you land in Providenciales and you contact Big Blue, there's a beach called Long Bay Beach. And, and it's, you know, as the name says, it's a long bay. And and the beach is white, powdery, powdery sand. And what makes it so delightful is that you can walk out knee-deep, waist-deep, chest-deep, and it's still delightful soft sand underneath. And so when you're learning to kite surf, this makes it quite, quite easy to, to learn the sport because the water is warm, the swimsuits are small <laughs> in certain ladies' cases, and... Um, and if you fall off your kite, then you simply put your kite, stand up in the water. Whereas if you fall in the water in deep water places when you're learning to kite, then you have to learn to body drag immediately. And that's what makes it a big differentiator in learning to kite as a destination. Um, a few other activities that you could most definitely do, there's paddle boarding. You know, there's a, a, a beautiful mangrove where, where people head out every morning, particularly with the big blue crew. And you can paddle around and explore and see turtles and lemon sharks because, of course, um, it is in these uh, mangroves that so much life goes to stay protected from the larger predators. Um, so definitely head out for a paddleboarding session when you are there. Um, the whining and dining, not the best that I would uh, that I would put on my scale of, of destinations, but it is in a remote island that's very small and very costly as well. And so it's obviously understandable at the end of the day that you won't actually have the most uh, exquisite culinary delight, but you will have what is likely the most beautiful 
sandy beaches that you've ever seen in your life. And there's another island called Pine Key. And on this island, which is a private island, um, people get around between their houses on golf carts. And the houses are incredible. They've even got their little, uh, their own landing uh, airport type of thing. Not really much of an airport. But anyways, landing uh, for small planes. But the Beaches in all of Turks and Caicos, like many places in the world, including Mexico, are public. And so anybody could head to them. So what we do is we head out by boat with the big blue boats and we land at these beaches. And we just spend our day enjoying some of the most delightfully sublime uh, sand that you've ever seen. And the water is exquisite. You know, just thinking about the Turks and Caicos blue hues of waters... Um, makes my heart sore. So I highly recommend that if you're heading out to Turks and Caicos, that you most m most definitely um, have to head out with the Big Blue Crew. So scuba diving on the list, check. Paddleboarding, check. Um, kite surfing, best place in the world to kite surf, check. Heading out to the remote island of South Caicos, you can do this either by plane or by boat. Um, probably... Uh, plane is faster, but boat is more scenic. So it all depends on how much time you've got. So head out to South Caicos, check. You can also rent a Vespa and putter your way around the island, exploring uh, the different beaches and areas. Um, there's an obviously there's a, an, a hotel called Parrot Key, which is one of the most renowned hotels in Turks and Caicos, a five star, and a lot of famous people like Demi Moore and Brad. Pit and all those names tend to stay there. So that's another place that if you've got a few dollars to spare, you definitely want to hit up. Anyways, there you go. That's my 10-minute stint of things to do when in Turks and Caicos. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to have a few more of these coming up. So stay tuned and see you next time. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners, coming to you from my, from my Airstream. And the pitter-patter that you hear is the rain on the shell of this metallic hull I call home.